Hello and welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia and this is the seventh consecutive episode without a guest. Uh, I'm in LA and <clears throat> Eric Garcetti, our mayor, just announced yesterday um, that all anyone going anywhere to any essential businesses, because uh, non-essential businesses have been closed, as they have been in most of the country, except for the places that have demented people in charge of them, and I'll get into that more in a little bit. Um, but yeah, we in LA uh, have been more or less ordered to wear some kind of face covering out in public, because we're expecting, here in LA at least, we're expecting the worst to come in the next week, uh, as a lot of the rest of the country is actually. So we've been advised to not even, if we can help it, not even go to the grocery store. My point is a lot of people spend a lot of time alone with their thoughts, even if they're not alone themselves. I mean, a lot of people are literally physically alone. A lot of people don't even, don't even have, have a pet, which is fucking excruciatingly mind boggling to even consider. I don't know how you people are doing it, but you are strong motherfuckers. Um, Because everybody with a pet that I've talked to about it is like, holy shit, what would I do without my fucking dog or my cat? Or if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, his fucking donkey. And many, what, what are those fucking things that he has in those videos? Whatever. Anyway, I guess where I'm going with this is that uh, two and a half weeks now is quite is is plenty of time i think for a lot of people to have already lost their fucking shit i have not lost my shit i've been all right honestly and i think part of that is doing this podcast and uh for anybody who's been paying attention i've been interacting with you guys a lot more uh fielding a lot of your questions which i'll do again at the end of this episode but i, I honestly think part of that that's part of what is keeping me sane. So thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I've even noticed me because um, I, I do, even if I'm staying inside, I still do have to walk my dog and I live in a part of Los Angeles that is, is not uh, naturally isolated. I live in the middle of, of a very urban part uh, buildings and people downtown, downtown LA for anybody who's familiar. Um, and so I have to walk my dog and I can't exactly make sure I'm going to fucking avoid seeing people, especially cause I live in a building, uh, and, and I have to take the fucking elevator. Few things about the elevator thing. If I'm on it, don't fucking get on it. Elevator is not big enough to socially distance. And I don't want to feel like a fucking idiot holding my breath like a fucking maniac. So you do your part to not get on the elevator with me. We got three elevators. Take the fucking next one. Nobody's in a rush. Nobody's got anywhere to fucking go. Take the fucking next one. That's my first thought. 
Second thought is also elevator. It's already a fucking mortal sin. It is a mortal sin to take the elevator from the second floor down to the first floor. Anyone with any semblance or any moral code understands this. Or any, any brain understands this. Unless you are physically disabled, you must take the stairs down. I'm even going easy on you. You can take the stairs up if you don't want to climb a, a fucking flight of stairs. But if you're on the second floor and you're going down, you take one fucking... You take one route, and that's the stairs. Unless you're physically disabled. Now, that's true anyway. Okay? But in the time of fucking COVID-19... COVID-19! That's my Kenneth Copeland impression. COVID-19! The dog gone! I stretch you down, COVID-19! I mean, for a man of God, he's doing a hell of a lot of work to fucking towards the end of sounding like a fucking demon. COVID-19! In the time of COVID-19, in a, in a time of non-COVID-19, aka a normal time, as I was saying, you must follow this rule or else you are a fucking heathen who deserves pain and suffering. If you take the elevator down from the second floor to the first floor. In the time of COVID-19, if you take, if you make someone who's already going down stop on the elevator to also give you a ride so you can take the elevator from the second floor to the fucking lobby. As you all know, I don't believe in hell, but if I, if hell was real, there would be a special fucking place for you. You're terrible if you do that. Now there's a third part of this. If you're in a building, if you live in a building, I don't give a shit how not scared you insist on appearing to be. How much you refuse to have your normal life infringed upon. But put a fucking thing on your face. I just took the elevator down earlier to walk my fucking dog. And not only did some guy not follow rule one, which is don't get on the elevator in the time of COVID-19 when someone's already on it, wait for the next one. You got nowhere to be, wait for the next one. Show some human fucking decency. So that guy broke that rule already, but he's also breaking rule number three. The only rule he didn't break was number two. He wasn't coming down from the second floor. Doesn't matter, though. He still broke two of those rules, and one is enough to make me very, 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 very mad. And I know who this... I've seen this guy plenty of times before, and he's old. So if he gets it... He's old and overweight, so if he gets it, he's fucked. But he got right on the elevator with me, like he's got his fucking head up his ass. And he had no mask on. And my elevator is not a fucking freight elevator. 
so we don't have a ton of room to spread out. And he gets on on the on the ninth floor actually, so we got nine more floors to go. And I'm so pissed. I got so pissed. Then I and I and I can't. I can't. I want. I'm. I'm so. I'm so. I'm so torn. I'm of two minds, two totally warring desires. One is I want to scream at the top of my lungs at him and berate him and fucking spank him. I want to spank him. I want to punish him. I want to. I want to spank his butt. Like bad parents do to their children's butts. But that's child abuse, so it's not like this. This isn't different. This is just regular abuse. I wanted to regularly abuse him. But that's one mind, and that's my natural instinct, is to spank him and berate and scream at him for all nine flights. However, to do that would be to potentially instigate an active fucking mouth of his. I might trigger an active mouth of his. And to trigger an active mouth is normally not a problem. If I trigger an active mouth, that's just like we're getting into it. We're getting in a fucking dust up, you know? And there might be only one of us alive by the time the elevator doors open. That's the normal scenario. If I trigger an active mouth. But what I, the reason I don't want to trigger an active, uh, active mouth, let the chips fall where they may if, if, if it's not during the time of COVID-19 and I trigger an active mouth. Who knows? I fucking, you know, I'm, I'm ready to get into it. This is the risk you take for uh, regular abuse, for spanking someone on an elevator. You are making a, 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 there's an implicit gamble involved in that, that if you do that, if you scream at and berate and spank an adult in an, who's basically a stranger in an elevator with you, you might be mixing it up in the very near future and you might get hurt. These are the gambles we take on a day-to-day basis in normal life, in non-COVID-19 times. Fuck coronavirus. I say COVID-19 now. Only, I don't say coronavirus. Unless I'm saying I don't say coronavirus, I say COVID-19. But obviously, if I were to trigger an active mouth in the times of COVID-19, I might fucking get COVID-19 on me. I'm running that risk. This guy's already a fucking idiot, obviously. He's not only not wearing a mask, he doesn't put a mask on in an elevator that hundreds of people ride every fucking day. God, I want to go back in time and spank him. Come what may. Anyway, I didn't spank him. I didn't fucking scream. And I didn't berate him. Because this is the time of COVID-19. And these are not things you can do in closed quarters. So I thought of something different. He gets on the elevator on the ninth floor. And I have a bandana over my face. So only my eyes are exposed. 
I could have gotten away with spanking him too. I'm realizing now he might have not known who it was. That's where the bandana would have fucking really come in handy. And it would have protected me from his potential COVID-19. I should have fucking done it. But I didn't do it. Here's what I did. He gets on the elevator on, on the ninth floor. We got nine floors to go down. And I just go like this. Uh, and he can't see my mouth and I'm just going uh, real loud it didn't even matter how loud I did it we're in a tiny fucking elevator and he's right next to me with his uncovered fucking mouth and I'm just uh, and he's like now he's like doing a thing where like he's in trouble, you know, because to his dumbass, he probably sees me and he's like, he has something covering his mouth, which means two things to somebody like that. It means that the person's already such a fucking idiot. He has no idea. He thinks I have like some horrible contagious disease regardless of COVID or he knows and doesn't care. And he's getting worried because maybe I'm a crazy guy who fucking actually has it. And that's why I'm wearing the protective shit over my face. So he's scared and I'm loving it. I'm so happy he's scared. Now I'm not scared. I, I transference of fear has gone from me to him and i can see it in his body language he's like thinking about moving or he's moved already now at this point all the way to the far wall which is not far enough and he's doing a thing with his body where i can tell he's like torn between looking at me because that's what anybody does when someone's going ah you turn and look it's just like the most natural thing especially on an elevator but you know, I'm assuming he knows, does know what's going on, even though he's not wearing a mask, like a fucking idiot. That he's, his, his wheels are spinning now. And so I just got, start getting louder. Ah! Until he finally looks. And I have already been doing this the whole time, but he doesn't know because he's not looking at me. My only, all that's exposed is, are my eyes. So he can't see my mouth at all. And my eyes, I, I mean, what I'm trying to do with my eyes, at least, is like the most insane, wild-eyed, demonic, terrifying, I'll meet you in your nightmares look I can possibly do. And he's freaking the fuck out, and we're on like the fourth, we're passing floor four. He's got four more floors to go. He's fucked. And it becomes too much finally for him. And he finally goes, what are you doing? And before he can finish, before he can even get those four words out in the form of a question, he goes, he goes, what are you doing? And, and before he can get it all out, it goes like this. So this is how it went. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And then the doors opened and he scurried away like a fucking bitch. I hope he wears a mask after that because I mean, I wasn't thinking I'm going to teach this guy a lesson. All I was doing, because I hate that. I hate I'm going to teach so-and-so a lesson. That's not a good way to be thinking. I, I was just being, I was reacting. I wasn't thinking, I guess. And I was just so mad and my normal reaction was was impossible because this is COVID-19 times. 
And so I only had like nine floors to figure something out. The clock was ticking and I needed to really, I need to fucking release the valve, you know, I needed to work something out. So I just, ah, what are you doing? And I tell you what, it was legitimately, legitimately satisfying. Anyway, then I go walk my dog, and there's fucking tons of people out there with no masks on. No bandana, no scarf, no gloves. Hey, put something on your fucking face. It's one of two things if you're not doing that. You're being the kind of person who's like, you think you look dumb, and you look think you look scared, and you don't want to put forth fear out into the world. Like it's the fucking wild. Like everyone's a potential predator and can't smell weakness. Who gives a fuck? Put something on your face. If anything, you're making other people scared. Your fear of looking scared is making other people scared. Fuck you, you selfish. Put something over your face. And the other, the other group is, is, is that they're just, they're like, ah, I don't care. I'm, I don't live, I don't live on my, I'd rather fucking die on my feet than live on my knees. <clears throat> that kind of shit. Which is like, there's actually in a vacuum, that statement holds a lot of truth. I would rather that too, actually. I don't want to fucking serve nobody. But guess what? All you have to do is put something on your face. That's not living on your knees. That's what people do when it's cold. That's what people do when there's a highly contagious disease spreading like wildfire and there's a national emergency in 180 countries and people are fucking dying left and right from this one thing. It's a very minor thing. This isn't living on your knees. It's, and I guess to tie it to really what I was bringing up earlier, it's like, it's, I'm usually not, uh, well, no, this is not true. I used to have a very, very quick trigger temper. And I've worked on that a lot over the last, you know, 10 years. A lot, a lot, a lot. Because I don't like it, you know. It's like a weak form of, of expression. Um, and an unhelpful one. Unhelpful to people around me and me. Anyway, not to get fucking psychoanalyze myself my point is that i'm starting to feel that shit trickle back and i'm getting fucking i'm quick on the fucking trigger again with my red hot fury and it, it ain't good but i think i think it's a symptom of you know social distancing isolating being fucking home all the time basically 
I wouldn't call it going stir crazy, but they're, you know, I've talked about this before. We are social animals, whether it's immediately apparent or not in our day-to-day lives. The reason it might not be immediately apparent to a lot of us is because we're forced to be social often on a daily basis. You go to work, you see your friends, you fucking are out and about in public, you're around people. So it's easy to think, I don't really... If you're not like seeking social activities all the time, it's easy to think of yourself as, an, as as not really a social animal on a day-to-day basis. But when that shit all fucking goes away, everybody's just sitting at home with their fucking thumb in their ass, wanting, thinking their own thoughts, interminably, driving them fucking nuts, people will really start to feel it. And it's not just us stuck in our own minds, thinking our own thoughts, hating it, being bored. It really is, it has a, there's a, the, a big, big, big part of that causing that sort of anxiety and feeling of going a little crazy sometimes is because we're not fucking being social at all anymore. And I've been reading things, I mean, not to make it too fucking serious, because I was obviously kidding about abusing the guy in the elevator. I don't actually want to spank him. I mean, maybe him, but in, uh, you don't, it's not good to do those things, you know. Um, but that shit's been on the rise. Domestic abuse is on the rise. Like a massive spike in domestic abuse. People who live with violent people can't get away from them now. It's like a real fucking problem. And if you're suffering from this, there's a ton of hotlines that have been out there now. Just Google that shit and you're not alone. Because it's happening everywhere. Huge spike. And yeah, these are abusers. But I would imagine not all these people were abusers before this shit happened. People are kind of just losing their shit. They're fucking trigger happy with the, with the, with the anger. Because of all this. So before you freak the fuck out on anybody... Take a deep breath and say, okay, and don't do it. Or try not to do it. I haven't really unleashed on anyone yet, so I've been good about it. I just feel it bubbling up way more. I mean, I don't think, ah, count as unleashing. I think that was a pretty constructive way of handling my fury. Um, but yeah, enough about that. Just if you're in a building, wear a fucking mask. And if you're in a building, don't get on the elevator if someone else is already fucking on it. And if you're in a building, do not take the second floor down to the fucking first floor. I can't believe I missed... There's something else changing subjects here. Uh... There's a story that's been around. It's like when I looked it up, I saw I saw a week ago people were first talking about this. But there's a fucking potentially huge condom shortage on the horizon. One of the 
or not not one of the biggest the manufacturer of condoms in Malaysia had to shut down because of what's going on and it's taken like a quarter of the condoms off shelves in stores which i mean that ain't good if you rely on protection to protect yourself like an intelligent person ration those fucking condoms just as much as you're rationing your food you don't want to be go uh, having some fucking babies getting some stds although i guess you know technically you're not really supposed to be having sex with anybody you haven't already had sex with cuz you know by the time this lockdown came in place you can't really like go on a, a first date you know unless you get creative somebody was telling me fuck who was it it doesn't matter i don't say any names on this show anyway but um somebody was telling me uh people who uh, people on dating apps are like still meeting but over like zoom or facetime and they're having like dates which at first my instinct was like that sounds like the fucking dumbest thing ever and then the guy telling me it was like actually i think it's it's kind of sweet it could be sweet it could be like a romantic way to start a relationship you know you're you're quarantined you can't hang out you spend some time that way and then when you finally meet it's like this exciting thing that you're looking forward to and it kind of changed my mind cuz i was like that actually is cute that is cute i'm not going to pretend it's not that's cute i've never used a dating app though in my life so i'm not as attuned to that culture as as, as some other people i have nothing against them this is not like fuck those things I meet people the real way. It's not what it, it, it has been at all in the past. I just haven't. I've never used it. But I do, I do think that would be cute. I just think it's unbelievably depressing. Fuck. Like, what are you going to do? Both make coffee at the same time and both make dinner at the same time? I don't... I don't know. I don't like FaceTime as it is, though. Even in all this shit, like, it's like... You got people just, like, FaceTiming you. People you never talk to ever during normal times. Not texting you ahead of time. Which, by the way, let's, like, talk about the etiquette of FaceTiming people. I don't care... If there's a pandemic, I don't care if there's a national lockdown. I'm not going to fucking pick up your FaceTime, even if I see it. By the way, every single person in my phone, basically, except for like four people, are on Do Not Disturb. Not only that, my phone is always on silent. I don't ever see anyone calling, ever. But if I do... And it's a phone call I'll pick up. Not really, but I'm more likely to pick up. If it's a FaceTime, I mean, I'm not picking up. 
But I mean, no way am I picking up. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta like um, schedule that shit, or at least give a heads up. And it's not because, like, obviously, I'm not gonna like fucking try to like look good on it. I don't. It's not it. I just like, who wants to just be like, oh, now I'm looking at somebody out of the blue. I didn't know I was going to be looking at somebody and now I'm looking at somebody. That's not what I'm interested in just ever. Even in a pandemic. Not looking at somebody, not looking at somebody, not looking at somebody, then looking at somebody like in my own fucking home and uninterested in that. Tell me you're going to FaceTime me if you're going to FaceTime me. Thanks. And now Zoom is the thing everybody's doing. Like, uh, I don't, I don't really know why Zoom is. Everybody's talking about Zoom. Seems just like FaceTime to me. Though I guess you need an iPhone or a Mac if you want to do FaceTime. So maybe you, you, non, you, you insane people who don't have iPhones and instead have a different phone that no one should have. Maybe these are the people using Zoom. What I hear about Zoom, though, and this is not me peddling some bullshit, but what I've read about Zoom is that it's a Chinese company and it's, it's, uh, there are worries about, um, our information that we've put on Zoom because it's a Chinese owned company and nobody trusts Chinese companies. And anyone who has signed up for Zoom has probably just given all of their fucking information away, myself included. But here's the good news. We already gave our information away. Because we, I'd say people from, no, everyone alive today is, was, was brought, was brought into this. We were all basically new to, to shit when we all signed up for Facebook and Twitter and any fucking thing. How many times have all of us given information away? not knowing what the fuck not thinking what the fuck it's not that we didn't know it's we didn't fucking think of it so whatever if zoom if the chinese company that owns zoom took all your shit your information guess what if they didn't fucking have it somebody else already fucking had it fucking mark zuckerberg been collecting that shit forever he knows more about me than me and i don't i don't even know him Mark Zuckerberg knows more about me than me, and I've never even met him. So that's cool. And on that note, I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, I got some more shit to talk to you guys about. And I'm going to answer some of your Twitter questions right before I started this. I asked what you guys want me to talk about. You got If there's anything you want to hear me talk about, questions, whatever, and I'm going to get to those as well. So don't go anywhere. Uh, I'll talk to you after the break. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. And I'm back. Ah, uh, sorry. 
I was just thinking about it. I'm actually really proud of myself for doing that on the elevator earlier. In the times of COVID-19, you, you got to fucking take it where you can get it, you know? You got to get the satisfaction wherever, wherever you can grab it. I've released the valve of Red Hot Fury. And instead of triggering an, an active mouth... Instead of screaming, berating, and spanking his butt, which is what I wanted to do in those moments, I just went, ah, for nine floors, and it felt fucking great. Hope that guy gets COVID, though. Actually, you know what? That's something I want to talk about. Boris Johnson, the prime minister um, of England... Has COVID-19. And he was one of those guys. He was doing basically what Trump did. Which is that like. Uh, there's nothing to worry about. There's a video of him. Uh, I'm still shaking hands with people. When I visited people with COVID-19 in the hospital. I shook their hands. He's literally bragging about the dumbest thing in the world. I mean why. You know well, that's not even cool like in any way. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? What are you trying to prove? And what he was trying to prove was that there's no reason, there's no cause for alarm. But hey, guess what? He got it. And guess what else? Fucking duh, he did. Oh, Boris Johnson got it? The guy who was bragging about shaking hands with COVID-19 patients? Hmm. Let me rack my brains for a response to that. Oh, I got it. Fucking duh. Anyway, he got it. He got it like a couple weeks ago, I think. Maybe a week ago. I have no sense of time anymore. I don't know what time of day it is. I don't know what day it is. It's just all fucking gone. A moment is a moment and that's it. Now. So anyway, I don't know when he fucking got it. Because I don't know when anything anymore. But he got it that day that he got it. And I didn't hear much about it since then. But yesterday, I read that he's... or I mean, I, I read it multiple times. It's all over the news. He's in the fucking ICU now. And this is the reason I bring it up. I don't like Boris Johnson. In fact, I find him... horrible in many ways. As a political figure, I think he's terrible for the world. And obviously for England, but I don't live there. I think he's terrible for the world. He's a lot like Trump. Uh, or here, let me just even use the hypothetical. Boris Johnson actually has it. Let's say Donald Trump did get it. There would be so many, so, so many people who are just gleeful happy that he got it. And there would be some kind of genuinely humorous irony to that. I will grant you that. That I would I would not deny that. Because he was just waving it off like it wasn't a big deal. Literally saying the most 
incorrect shit about it. You know, it's just the flu. It's a hoax, whatever the fuck. Supreme, supremely irresponsible. Even at that, I wouldn't be like, fuck yeah, die, die from it. I don't want anybody to get it. Even people I hate the most in the world, I don't want them to get it. The fuck is wrong with all you people? And I've seen a lot of people with this gleeful, I mean, Twitter is the fucking worst for this shit. Just like this gleeful, hateful shit. Where they're like so happy that Boris Johnson has COVID-19. Chill. Don't be happy ever when anyone gets it. That's the one rule that I that I would expect everyone on earth to abide by. Don't be happy when you hear of a particular person getting fucking COVID-19. You ass head. At most, it's like, well, yeah, man, that's what fucking happens. Obviously, you deny it exists you deny its power you go out in the world willy-nilly like a fucking idiot shaking hands with COVID-19 patients obviously that only makes me mad it doesn't make me happy it's like you fucking idiot what the fuck did you expect fucking duh Yeah. <sighs> Maybe I'll just look at your some of your fucking questions right now, actually. Huh. That wasn't a question that made me mad. Talk more about Dr. Drew apologizing for being a COVID denier. Guy's a lunatic. He, Dr. Drew was going on earlier about how it was, it's a media fucking frenzy. It's all hype. It's bullshit. Uh, he was going hard about how it's just, it's just a hysteria. And he was very wrong. But that video got tons of play and people found real comfort in it. Now, I don't know what it's going to take. For people around the world to start to understand that just because doctors in someone's name doesn't necessarily mean that what they say is true about anything health related. Here's, here's a good way to tell if that doctor should be listened to or should not be listened to just about just like across the board. If that doctor has a public persona and after the word doctor is just one name, that doctor is a doctor to not listen to ever. Fucking duh. Dr. Drew, Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, fucking duh. Don't listen to them ever. Now, if your doctor has a real name, first and last, 
and doesn't have a public persona at all, but has like a degree in medicine and not a show on at like 3 p.m. on Channel 5 or whatever the fuck Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil do. God knows what Dr. Drew does now. What the fuck? Isn't he like an actor now? I saw a fucking movie poster with Billy Zane's name on it, which where the fuck is Billy Zane? Put him in every movie again, please. Thank you. And then I saw next to his name, Dr. Drew Pinsky, which I guess when he's an actor, he puts his last name back. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Dr. Drew, Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, don't listen to him. Fucking duh. Put a mask on, and if you live in a building, duh. Don't get on an elevator when other people are already on it. Duh. How to not let, this is another one, how to not let depression and anxiety issues get completely out of hand. I mean, I have my own of those things, and so I can only talk about myself. Like I was saying before, you gotta adjust to the new reality or remind yourself to adjust to the new reality as much as you can and just find as much satisfaction in anything you can find it you gotta it's like it's like before this we all had this long view of everything we're constantly looking ahead living our lives day to day looking ahead as every day was going to be a new day with new challenges and all that now every day kind of feels like the same day and i think in response to that, to sort of relieve ourselves of anxiety and possible depression is loosen that focus, that long view, take a wider view and look more at the things around you and see what the fuck it is. You know, uh, I'm not, I don't subscribe to that, that bullshit sentiment I'm seeing a lot of right now, which is like, if you don't come out of this quarantine with a new skill or a new, whatever, a da da da, then you just don't know how to like fucking live, you know? And it's like, shut the fuck up. You don't need to come out with a new skill. But I would say that as much as you can to widen that day-to-day lens and sort of take your time to look at the things around you and see if they hit you differently. We have to breathe through these moments. We might as well do them with our attention on the things around us. Just read the governor of Mississippi. I saw, yeah, I saw about this. Just read the governor of Mississippi declared April Confederate Heritage Month. Uh, Can't even say it. I hate it so much. Just read the governor of Mississippi declared April Confederate Heritage Month. Amid a global pandemic. And then uh, eyes roll emoji. Yeah, that's appropriate. Trump keeps saying no to a national lockdown because the governors are all doing so great. This guy was telling his people to simply pray just a week ago. All right, I'm going to limit that to the Mississippi guy and leave Trump out of it because there's plenty to get into about the Mississippi guy. Hey, Mississippi guy, no month should be Confederate Heritage Month. By the way, I I love how people are like, and he did this during a pandemic. Like Like it's better to do it any other fucking time? Who gives a shit when he did it? Confederate Heritage Month isn't a good month. Isn't a good thing to have be a month. Shit-stained underwear month is going to be May. Like, what the fuck? 
Why is that? It's, you know what? The global pandemic thing, he might have like snuck it in to throw a bone to his terrible racist base. He's like, well, nobody's paying attention. I'm going to fucking sneak this in for my homies, <laughs> which he's definitely one of those people. I don't know if anybody's seen a picture of this dude. Hey, governor of Mississippi. I hate to judge a book by its cover, but you look like a white supremacist. How are your other friends in the biz doing? The biz. That's fucking Hollywood lingo. Thank you very much. (laughs) Have you known anyone that had huge plans for a show or movie that was not only postponed, but altogether canceled? Everything. Everything that was going to shoot is not shooting. So everything that would would have been shooting right now is either postponed or canceled. So the answer is yes. Almost everyone I know was that works has been affected one way or another by this because of a postponed or canceled project. It's really, really, really fucking terrible. But, you know, that's just one industry and it's happening to almost every industry right now. Can you talk about how COVID should, in quotes, effectively end the anti-vax movement? Because this is what the world looks like when we are missing only one vaccine. Fucking so true. I suspect anti-vaxxers will continue, which which will be very confusing and very K. Fucking couldn't agree more. Um, Dude, it's a, it's such a fucking bummer. But that brings brings up something that I found the other day. Um, I'm looking for it right now. But yeah, uh, people... The anti-vax thing is fucking crazy to me. uh, What I didn't know, I can't find it, but what I was looking up the other day was, what I've stumbled upon the other day was not looking it up. But I found like a lot of um, shit on social media about Bill Gates being like the preeminent enemy of the anti-vax community because he's very, very, very pro-vaccine. And the way that they act the way that they've skewed their worldview to fit their narrative is is just very much the same exact thing as like the QAnon people or any other fucking wingnut conspiracy shit. Oh, this is this is this is this is actually the post that I remember, even though I'm, I can't find the fucking page I was talking about. The the one that I remember the most was. Who says we should listen to Bill Gates more than we should listen to Jenny McCarthy? Fucking swear to God. And it was not an ironic account. It was dead fucking serious. There was like thousands of posts like this. Unsurprisingly, these people think the COVID shit is a hoax. And that it's being amplified by the pro-vax community. To make us think that we all need the vaccines that are going to turn us into sheep. That's another thing that this account often said. The word sheeple. 
Which, by the way, if you ever say, come on, sheeple, and you're serious? I mean. What more evidence do you need that someone's a fucking idiot? With bad judgment. But yeah, I mean, anti-vaxxers are just among the worst kinds of people. Oh, God. How about people who believe... Who, how about how people think it's 5G poisoning, even though five countries have 5G and over 180 have COVID? Yeah, man. Uh, this is incredible. So people... Another conspiracy that people have uh, is going around a lot. This is actually super fucking widespread. That 5G is causing the coronavirus. Some people think unintentionally, but ah, aha, what a surprise. Most people think intentionally. That... Again, I mean, I, I could get deep into it, but it's like th- this shit is just these kind. There is a certain kind of person who will believe something that another group of people is saying, as long as enough other people are saying it, and it makes them feel better than what's really happening. You get that with the fucking five G is causing uh, COVID nineteen shit. You get that with the anti-vax shit. You get that with religion too. Anything like that. It is more or less people looking at reality and saying, not, not even necessarily consciously saying, but just a, an inability to deal with it. And then there's this other group, however small or however big, in some cases some religions are fucking huge, so it makes it that much easier to just be like, uh, well, I mean... What they're saying is better for me. It's better to go to heaven. So, yeah, I believe in that. I mean, yeah. Same shit as all that. I fully realize how awful all of this is, but have you noticed any positives that you'll carry with you when it ends? Slower pace, trying to value what maybe we took for granted before. Honestly, I, I was very, uh, before this, I was actually pretty much home almost always anyway. And I don't know. I think a lot of people are like, you know what? Once this is over, I'm going to da-da-da-da. Like about anything, not just about this. But it's like, once this is over, I'm going to really change the fucking way I always am and always have been. And I'm going to be this different way. Which is like, I mean, I hate to be super fucking cynical, but how often have you done that? So I like to think once this is over, which we don't even know what that means, you know, if people do start getting back to life and businesses open again uh, in May, start opening again in May, it's not like we're not going to be afraid of this shit. Or it's not going to be a real risk to get it for people who didn't get it. This is going to be an ongoing thing. But I guess what it has made me value, or at least look at, is honestly how little I make an effort to see 
people I care about. Now that I literally can't, for instance, see my brother, I can't see my nephew. I can't see my parents. I can't see, well, I mean, same as all you guys. Can't fucking see anybody, basically. So now that that's the case, I think it's easier for me and probably a lot of people too to be like, now that you can't do it, you're like, ah, but I, I, once this is over, I'm really going to fucking see everybody I love a lot. And I hope that's true. And I hope I do that. And whatever the fuck, I don't even know if I hope for that. I just, I'm sure that there will be like an outburst of like, oh fuck, we can all finally hang out again whenever this is finally over. Whether that sticks or not, I don't know. <sighs> what do you think about Wisconsin still holding in-person primaries during a pandemic? Ah, that's a good question. I don't know how I feel about that. Part of me is like, you have to vote. This can't like wreck actual democracy. There's a lot of people out there. Like there's that dude, Matt Walsh. I fucking, his, his Twitter handles Matt Walsh blog. He's like this hardcore right-wing commentary guy pundit and he's just going so hardcore we're in a fucking police state society as we know it's over we're not free anymore some dad and his six-year-old son were told to stop practicing t-ball at the park and then they made him go home this is a fucking police state 1940s germany fucking soviet russia Shut the fuck up. None of this shit's permanent. Also, your guy's president. So, oh, I mean, what, you know? Anyway, the way that relates to this is I'm a, a proponent of delaying, adjusting as much as we can to make sure as few people as possible can get this. But voting is is voting. Voting is fucking the most important thing all of us do as a collective. But COVID. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I saw vi some videos of, of uh, people voting in Wisconsin today. And it was like, I mean, the lines were just blocks and blocks and blocks long and honestly it made me feel good about people just like in general they're like i don't i mean i'm assuming the bulk of the people there because everybody was six feet apart which was the crazy part but i'm assuming most of the people there are like well yes i understand the risk but this is voting that is inspiring to me and that is fucking cool that's the cool part people still voted because they understand how important it is that's cool and I guarantee you there's a lot of you out there who are nodding your fucking head and you didn't fucking vote the last time you could or the time before that. So few people vote. Hey, guess what? Everybody vote. If you all voted, you'd like shit so much better. It's one day. Fucking do it. I mean, people are talking about pushing the, the presidential election from November. 
That can't happen. You just got to ramp up absentee voting. You got to fucking, I still think you should, some, they should have to figure out how to do it online somehow. Though obviously that makes it a little bit more open to hacking. But you can't push back the actual election, not the presidential election. They didn't even push back this fucking election, Wisconsin. I do worry that it'll make less people go vote. And that is a that is the concern. That is the reason you would want to push it. Also, fuck. If any of those people who voted got it because they voted, that would be the saddest thing ever. So there's a lot of shit going on there. I don't really know. Are you wearing a mask when going out? And if so, what kind? I'm actually, I'm just, I have a bandana. I have a bunch of bandanas that I, that I wear. I rotate. Because you got to have style, you know? Gloves. I do wear gloves uh, if I have to go to like a store or if I have to do anything more than just walk my dog. But I don't wear gloves when I walk my dog. But I do make sure I don't fucking touch anything. And anyway, I wash my hands immediately. So. So there you have it. My coworker sent me this video, which is apparently proof that there are tunnels underneath rich people's houses in Santa Barbara. Quote, they spread the virus to keep people indoors while the military could go down there and save the 600,000 people trapped there. Jesus. I saw some shit earlier about the mole children, like the, something called mole children. It's, it's like what I talked about uh, my, on the last episode, actually. All the same people, QAnon people, fucking hardcore uh, alternative news people, you know? Super people who are unbelievably over-skeptical of mainstream media. And I think it might have been a little confusing when I talked about it last time because, because it is so absurd. But I watched more... Uh, the These people actually in... By the thousands, there are thousands of people who think this, that there are children who were abducted over the last God knows how many years by Hillary Clinton and her fucking evil Satan, Satan worshiping posse. Actually, you know what? Let me fucking pull up the article I read, because there's some really interesting shit in there. Just where you're just like, oh, what? Okay, the title of this article is QAnon Idiots Very Concerned About Mole Children Now. That's M-O-L-E. Perhaps one of the stupidest theories to have come from these people, and that's saying a lot. That's true, both on both fronts. They believe that the, this is well summed up here. They believe that the COVID-19 epidemic is a big ruse meant to keep people in their houses while the U.S. military rescues thousands of children from underground tunnels. 
some of which they claim are right underneath Central Park. These children were, I guess, transported to the Navy hospital ships, the USNS Comfort in New York and the USNS Mercy in Los Angeles. Now they claim these children are being treated in all of the tents that were set up in Central Park to treat people with COVID-19. The mole children, they claim, have lived underground all of their lives and are thus, quote, deformed and sensitive to light because it's dark down there in the tunnels. They have, of course, been bred for the specific purposes of being sex slaves, but also for being eaten and having their adrenal glands harvested so, quote, elites can get high on their adrenochrome, which, again, is not a thing anyone can get high off of. Yeah, I mean... People believe this shit. And again, it's just like, I mean, these are, these are people who are already mentally disturbed regardless of COVID. So it's not like this shit happens and it makes their minds break. And they're like, ah, I believe something fake instead. You know, this is an ongoing thing. This has roots from the fucking satanic panic all the way through the nineties, all the way to through post nine 11 and Iraq war all the way through fucking now. The problem is, is that these kinds of voices were rightly sidelined until Trump was president. But because of these people who all love Trump and think he's literally saving the world, people think he's leading the charge on all of this. People think that this is all his shit. I saw someone's video, one of these people saying, you can hear it in his voice. He's sad. And then she plays a clip of him. Talking about how they've repatriated thousands of Americans from Peru and Brazil. And that somehow, because he was sad when he said that, it was proof that he's sad. I I, I mean, the, the, the dots they're connecting in their own minds without feeling the need to fucking explain it. And then all of them agreeing about that shit is just like... Oh, this is one mass case. One mass case. Of an unbelievable level of mental disturbance. Also, the this was the best part of that video. The woman was like, what does repatriate mean? And while he's saying it in the video. While she's spouting off about how it's evidence that children are being saved from under Central Park. (laughs) So while she's spouting off this unbelievably confident bullshit, she's literally in a real unironic way saying, what does repatriate mean? I guess that means they're American again. Repatriate means they were brought back by the government from another country back to our country. Guess what it doesn't mean? Children were saved from underground tunnels. Anyway, that's that. (sighs) I'll do a few more of these, I guess. Oh, look, yeah, mole children. There's another question. Mole children being rescued under Central Park. Fact or fiction? Fiction fucking... 
Uh, scrolling, scrolling. Wondering if you missed your brother and parents. Yep. Covered that already, though. How about people who completely disregard the reported coronavirus statistics and stay, say stuff like, those numbers are fake, the mortality rate is well under 1%. You're letting the media scare you. Are they just bad at math? What's the deal? Okay, that's a good question. And I'm going to answer it. I'm going to answer it right now. It's complicated because... Here's the thing. The, the, the media is uh, complicit or the media is lying to us or the media is this or that. That shit has just gotten so far out of hand. And I hate the major news stations. CNN is terrible. MSNBC is fucking terrible. Fox News, you could add up those two terribles, the, the amount that CNN and the amount that MSNBC are terrible. And that's like one-fifth of the amount that Fox News is terrible. So they're all terrible, just in different amounts. That doesn't mean that they got something up their sleeve. And it also doesn't mean that most of the shit that you read on, on, on at least CNN, even CNN, that I hate. I mean, Fox News, I don't know. That's like a whole other thing. But even CNN, even though I hate it, even though they fucking suck, most of the shit you're going to read on there is pretty much true. So the reason the news tells you that the death rate is higher than the flu, which is 0.1%, the reason the media tells you it's way higher than that is because it is. I saw that dude, Matt Walsh, tweeting so angry about how D Dr. Burks, the woman with the scarves that is, oh, that is at the pre daily press conferences with Donald Trump. This is his words. She, quote, admitted, admitted is the word he used, that they're counting as a COVID-induced death. They're counting everyone who has covid and dies whether the true cause of death is not exactly COVID-19 or not they're chalking all of those deaths up to COVID-19 and he's just in a fucking rage about it she admitted it what more evidence do you need that the numbers are inflated what if someone with COVID-19 just had a heart attack well I don't know maybe the fucking COVID helped Again, people just are going to say whatever fits into their narrative. His whole fucking page is about how the economy's ruined. You can't do this. Trump voters are going to leave him because he's 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 being complicit. He's so upset, and he's got to fit it into the thing he already thinks. So, Doctor Burks saying, "Uh, yeah, anyone with COVID who dies, we're counting that as a COVID induced the the cause of death rather is COVID." Like, that's some horrible sin and, 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 and entirely unreasonable. It's not. It's just playing it safe. And also, hey, the COVID didn't fucking help the guy who died of a heart attack. And also, maybe 
he wouldn't have had a heart attack if he didn't have fucking COVID. I guess I'll leave this one as the last one because it's so fun. Is my diarrhea COVID, stress, or the weird shit I have been eating? Well, diarrhea is a symptom of COVID. I found that out. It's burned into my mind now. As if it couldn't get worse for all of us. We got to worry about having uncontrollable shits. Anyway, uh, there's more, but uh, uh, I'm done. (laughs) Uh, I'm done. I'm done. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit, Mr. White. I quit. And when you're doing impressions from Jonathan Sheck from the movie That Thing You Do, you know it's time to stop. So uh, I will see... You all again on Sunday for uh, our second episode of uh, Church with the Confused Congregation. I'll be getting into some more fun and wild shit. Um, And I promise it will be a blast just like this was. I love you all. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay home. Stay healthy. Stay safe and stay on.